What is a 360-degree tennis lesson? Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever you... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Don't forget to enter our Twins of Miami live ball giveaway. Grab your email, click on the show notes, or log on to BackhandCity.com to register for free. We're going to give away three lucky winners right here on the podcast on November 20th. So today's topic, the 360-degree tennis lesson. What is it, and how can it help your tennis game? Well, one of the things I've noticed over the last couple of days, it's been a little bit windy. The temperatures have cooled off here in Miami, and the sun is really bright in the sky. Now, a 360-degree tennis lesson is just what it sounds like. It's each position on the tennis court. And typically what I do this on is with the serve. So you're going to warm up on each side of the court. So every time we do a different part or segment of the private tennis lesson, you're going to do it from a different part of the court. So for instance, we may just be warming up forehands cross court. Then we'll do some inside out forehands. Then we'll do some backhands cross court. We'll do this for five or 10 minutes and then we'll switch sides. You'll go from the sunny side with say the wind to your back to the shady side where you're hitting into the wind. And we'll do this for another five or 10 minutes. Then when we break into serves, you're going to serve on the sunny side on the deuce court with the wind to your back. Then you're going to serve on the add court with the wind to your back, and then you're going to switch sides. You're going to serve with the sun in your eyes into the wind from the deuce court and the add court. Then I'll just continue to build on this with progressions, right? I'll serve to you. We'll do the same philosophy. So the return of serve is a little more subtle, and I find on the ground strokes it's more subtle for people too as they struggle a little bit with the nuance of playing with the wind behind them and playing with the wind against them. And one of the things you have to look out for, with the wind behind you, you have to be really good at making solid contact and making sure your racket face is closed and you're hitting with good topspin. Because if you don't close the racket face with the wind behind you, the ball is going to sail. When you're hitting into the wind, you need to hit with more pace. So spin isn't as important, but you got to learn to gauge kind of your strike zone and how much space you need between you and the ball when you're hitting into the wind because the ball's getting on you really quickly. So you need a little more spacing so you can really set up and hit with leverage. You can hit through the wind when you're hitting with the wind behind you. It typically is a little different, especially if people are hitting slow or slice, right? The ball checks up a little more. So you got to get beside the ball to create the right spacing. And I find this nuance comes in a lot on return to serve. People will be in wrong position right? If somebody's hitting into the wind, you can cheat in a little bit, right? If somebody's hitting with the wind behind them on, on when you're receiving serve, you got to stay back more, right? You need bigger targets. And I think this nuance is important and you need to practice it and recognize it because there's lots of 
technique that you need to adjust to it that I just mentioned, including racket face awareness, margin, which I'd say is how high do you hit over the net, and then, of course, how much backswing do I need? When you're hitting with the wind behind you, you do not need as much backswing. When you're hitting into the wind, you're going to need all your power source, so you're going to have to engage your core and use a leveraged backswing to hit through the wind. So that's what I call a 360-degree tennis lesson. It comes up a lot on serves and ground strokes, especially the return to serve. And you need to kind of calibrate and recognize this when you're playing your matches because I see a lot of people get frustrated with these variables, especially with wind and sun. And we haven't even mentioned the crosswind, which is a whole other uh, technique you need to get used to playing. But when you're out there playing or you're taking a private lesson, use this 360-degree format when you're training. And I think sometimes students will get caught just playing on one side the whole entire time. And I like to mix things up. I need to keep my students on their toes so they're constantly recognizing and adjusting to their environment using the techniques that we have developed over time through these private lessons. So I hope that's helped you understand the 360-degree tennis lesson. And, of course, if you live here in Miami and you want to work on your game, sign up with private lessons with me. Shoot me an email, brian at backhandcity.com. If you're driving, I'll put it in the show notes, and you can reach out to me there. I'll even include a link to the application so you can fill out all the, the fields and give me an idea of what you're looking to accomplish. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes so you can get my daily episodes each day. Thanks for listening. This is Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. We'll see you tomorrow. That's when push comes to show. I knew it all along